Oh god, we can't start this again. Oh yeah. <laughs> what is an unshelled nut? <laughs> is that a nut that hasn't been shelled? Or is it a nut that has been unshelled? <laughs> nobody knows. No, nobody knows. Did I leave that conversation in the podcast? I think so. I think I cut almost all of it out and then made that one bit the cold open. It would be impossible to find because it's not... Like, I have no idea what part of Bojack it's connected to, what episode... I think connected is a generous word. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Horse and Aloud, arguably one of the best Australian Bojack Horseman podcasts. I'm Jem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. And today we watched Season 5, Episode 4. It's called Bojack the Feminist. Huh? Hmm. <laughs> so this episode begins and we see some video footage of Vance Wagner assaulting a police officer and calling out his hate of Jewish people. So that's our first impressions of him. He's a bit of a dick. And then, yeah. Um, and then we see him at a radio station on a show called Deep Dive. It's hosted by a Ryan Seacrest type. This is The Deep Dive. My guest today recently said some things. Or did some things? I only read the headline. Vance, what happened? First of all, I don't hate Jews. If I did, would I be able to sit in the same room as my good friend Mark Feuerstein? A Jew? You know, when I first heard Vance's comments, they stung. But when he called to offer his apology and a supporting role in his next movie, I thought, does not the Torah teach us to forgive? As it is written, schmear, don't smear. And Mark was voiced by the real Mark. I was so impressed by that. Oh, so he's a real person? Yeah, he's in, um, I know him from a show called Royal Pains. Huh. Oh, he was in Prison Break as well in Wet Hot Summer. What is he in Prison Break? I've seen Prison Break. Um, Jacob Anton Ness. It's been a long time since I watched Prison Break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good for him. Then we jump forward to a film premiere. Hey! Hey, Vance, did you get practice swinging that baseball bat from the time you hit that prostitute with a baseball bat? What? Who told you that? And then we go on MSNBC's Gotcha program, which is with our old friend, Tom Jumbo Grumbo. Vance Wagner, you hit a woman with a baseball bat. What's your side of the story? Vance Wagner respects women. We have a tape Uh-oh. of a voicemail you left for your 14-year-old daughter. Oh, God. Let's give it a listen, shall we? I'm going to murder you. I'm going to murder my daughter. I don't respect women. Hmm. <laughs> and then at a press conference, we see that Vance says that he's retiring from private life, and then we get a comical five years later. I don't think you can retire from private life. I think that's when you die. <laughs> he says he's retiring from public life. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess if you go on Big Brother or something, that's kind of retiring <laughs> from private life. Um, yeah, so we jumped to five years later, and we're in Flip's office, and he's trying to think of a bad boy to cast as Philbert's partner. Someone dangerous, someone you see coming and think, this guy is trouble. You know who would be perfect? Obviously, Vance is meant to just be kind of an amalgam of all shitty celebrity scandals. <laughs> Mm. Like the first, the first thing we see is very. I think it was Mel Gibson that had that. There was footage of him talking about how much he hates Jews. Yeah, and calling a female police officer sugar tits. Was that him? Yeah, sounds like him. But I get him and 
What's his face confused? The other one. Russell Crowe. Is Russell Crowe bad? What does Russell Crowe do? I don't know. That's why. Maybe he isn't a bad guy and I just... Anyway. But it is, is his name anything? Because it's a weird name. Like, Vance is not a name, I've heard. It's just, like, Vince, but weird. Yeah. And his name isn't, like, Wagner, like the composer. It's, like, Wagoner. Like, W-A-G-G-O-N-E-R. Like, someone who wagons. Yeah. Which is a weird name as well. So, like, who who is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you type in Vance Wagoner into Google, one of the autofill is Vance Wagoner based on... <laughs> Oh, he wears a teal button-down shirt with two front pockets and cuffed sleeves. Ooh. Thanks, Bojack Wiki. Um, it says here on the wiki that he's based on Mel Gibson and Alec Baldwin. Trivia. It was revealed his publicist was Anna Spanakopita, who is also the former publicist of Bojack. That's not trivia. <laughs> that is a plot point. <laughs> I've seen that a lot on, like, fandom wikis, is people just, like, putting things in the trivia section that should be in, like, a continuity section, if anything. Yeah. Trivia. In this episode, Mr. Peanut Butter co-stars in Filbert. <laughs> it's not trivia. It's just what the episode's about. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So he's Mel Gibson and Alec Baldwin. I don't know who Alec Baldwin is, except for I think he was on an episode of The Simpsons and I wasn't even 100% sure he was real. So yeah. I was like, ah, and celebrity. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is. Alec Baldwin. He's like, I don't even know how to explain who he is. Shh, he's just who he shh, is. It's okay. <laughs> Shh. Shh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's an there's a pop-up ad. There's like a photo of someone riding a horse and it like the horse looks a lot like Bojack, like it's got the same markings. <laughs> That's a fun coincidence on the Bojack Horseman wiki. <laughs> I, I had a bit of a Google of Russell Crowe controversies, and apparently he has a bad temper and he gets into fights with people, but he's never, from what I can tell, he's never done any, like, racially motivated stuff. So, I guess he's he's better than Mel Gibson. Anyway. So then we go to Elephant. We see a little, like, the establishing shot has a chameleon hiding from her date. I thought it was really yeah. But after what you told us last week about chameleons not actually doing that, it's kind of inaccurate. Yeah, it's like they don't even listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Princess Carolyn is meeting with Vance. I know how busy you are. The apology tour can be a hassle, but you've been handling it perfectly. What do you have lined up next? Well, this weekend I'm getting the Lifetime Achievement at the We Forgive You Awards. You're getting a forgivey? Damn, your publicist is good. I like that they've adjusted his character design. Like, he's got kind of a salt and pepper beard now. Mm. He didn't have in the flashback bits. Yeah, and Princess Carolyn offers him the part of Philbert's partner in the show. Once word gets out that it's okay to hire you again, all the other offers will come rolling in. Okay, I'm in. And then we go to Girl Crush. They didn't say her name this episode, and I've forgotten how we worked out that we actually say it. Stefani? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Diane, can you believe this? Vance Wagner is getting a We Forgive You Award. Ugh, this town is full of hypocrites. They act all shocked when one of their favorite stars turns out to be a dirtbag, but they can't wait to give a comeback to all the dirtbags we already know about. There's a, like, a memorial for the cockroaches in IT that got exterminated. Oh, 
is that what that was? R-I-P-I-T. And there's like flowers and broken laptops and stuff. And it says, they checked in, but they did not check out. Which I think is like a tagline for Roach Motels. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess still exists in this universe, which is uh, fun. What's a Roach Motel? There's like those little boxes that cockroaches crawl into, but then the floor is sticky and they get stuck in there and they die. I only know about them from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we really have them here. Right. In Australia, we just kind of eat them. <laughs> also, I don't know if Diane is, like, writing this or just reading it, but on her screen is a listicle entitled 13 Celebs Who Look Exactly Like Soup. <laughs> Orlando Bloom looks just like this cheddar broccoli soup. Which is which? French onion soup and Julia Roberts. <laughs> Go to the awards show, take down that skeevy so-and-so, and then, during commercial breaks, get in some Hollywood hobnobbing. We know how this ends. Our core readership eats it up, a bunch of dude bros call me a dumb slunt, and Vance's career chugs right along. So stellar! And while you're there, you can ask your friend Bojack why Vance is going to co-star on his new TV show. He's what? There's Vance on the cover of the magazine that Stefani's got, and it says, like, Vance, he's back, and now he's tolerant. (laughs) Okay, wow. So then we jump forward to the red carpet, and Mr. Peanut Butter is hosting for another presenter that they mock. (laughs) I can't remember his name. I didn't write it down because I was like, I know that guy, he's all right. But I'm sure (laughs) Americans will get that joke. (laughs) I'll put in a soundbite. Oh, thank you. Filling in for a Mario Lopez type, tis I, Mr. Peanut Butter. And looky here, Ah. super producer and also my manager, Princess Carolyn. Who are you wearing? And why haven't you returned my calls about the Dog Day Afternoon reboot? It's cool, we can talk. They just cut around the stuff they don't need. Oh, okay. Uh, No one understands how to make a woman feel beautiful like Louis Catan. (laughs) Dog Day Afternoon isn't going to happen for you. People don't see you as the tough guy. That's not fair. Every actor has a range and maybe a gritty drum about a tough guy bank robber is too much of a stretch for you. So, I'm not <laughs> tough enough, huh? And then we go inside and we see that Arnold Horst... <laughs> Arnold Horsenegger. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I should have done. <laughs> yeah, what would be a good animal for him to be? Arnold. Or I can think of is like... I feel like Horsenegger is honestly the best one. <laughs> Yes, I did that on purpose. <laughs> Arnold, Sch- <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, no, I don't got anything. I like ooh Arnold Schwarzenegger. What's that? And then he's a cow. Oh, okay, that'd yeah. be cool because you can make a real buff cow. Yeah. There's no one this town loves for giving more than Van Wagner. I just don't get why you're doing this. We need a big star, Diane. No, Diane's right. I'm the big star. That's not my point. You can't have two stars. All the greatest detective shows are focused around a central, usually titular character. Code Jack, Monk, Nickus. Who's Nickus? You know, Nickus. Sometimes he goes to Los Angeles, sometimes he goes to New Orleans. Are you... do you mean NCIS? No. Uh, so, yeah, then at the table, Diane talks to Princess Carolyn. And Princess Carolyn admits that the industry itself is pretty messed up. And Diane says that Princess Carolyn should take some responsibility for the situation. Arnold Schwarzenegger says Vance's name and everybody like claps and things. But Bojack just happens to sniff a bad cheese, which makes him pull a face. 
And the news gets the picture of this and they run with it as a feud on the Philbit set. And then the news interviews people about what Bojack is upset about, highlighting a lot more bad stuff that Vance has done. God damn it! The whole point of the award was to put the past behind me! But now, because of this idiot's dumb face, my past is all anyone's talking about! Everyone else was clapping. Why couldn't you clap? Hey, man, award show should have had better cheese. There are some nice touches because it's like, you know, interviews on the street with people and there's like a crab holding the microphone and an elephant's trunk holding the microphone. Yeah. Because they're animals, you know? Yeah. I like that because Bojack is already kind of a heightened satire on tactless dickhead celebrities, they had to make Vance Wagner, like, way worse (laughs) than any other show would. Because Bojack is already, like, pretty much as shitty as he could possibly be and still have the majority of the audience be rooting for him. Mm. So they have to, like, make a really, really shitty guy for us to actually get that it's meant to be a shitty guy. Yeah. Bojack will go on TV and explain this unfortunate faux pas du fromage, won't you, Bojack? Ugh, fine. Once again, hero Bojack will clean up everyone else's mess. And then we go to Todd's office at the, what time is it now, building. And Mr. Peanut Butter busts in with his sunnies on, trying to be a bad guy. And Todd doesn't think it was tough at all. You're the toughest guy I know. (laughs) Will you teach me how to be tough? I thought you would never ask. Because I had no idea this was happening to you. Something I just noticed about the time... Like, I think we mentioned that Cordovia is one of the times that gets shown in Todd's office. (laughs) But... In London, Tokyo, and New York, the time is five past the hour, but in Cordovia, it's 7.43. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. That's how time zones work. Mm. And that, that guy's in the office. He's just eating pistachios or something, right? Yeah. So then we go to the set of The Squawk. Is this meant to be The View? I think it's meant to be The Talk. Is there something called The Talk? Yeah, it's, I don't think it's, a, it's as popular as The View. It's the same kind of thing, right? Um, to be honest, yeah. I don't really know what The View is. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all birds. Yeah, they're all birds. I like that. Enjoy seeing a bird. And Bojack's trying to explain to people about the cheese. There was this cheese. And you're lactose intolerant, which reminded you that Vance lacks tolerance? No. It is really incredible you're taking a stand against your own co-star. No, I'm not taking any stand. I mean, the guy choked his wife, and most of Hollywood is like, no biggie, good for him. Well, obviously it's not good he choked his wife. Wow. Okay, this is just old Bojack talking, but how about we don't choke any women? Um, so the show goes, like, stops for a break, and Princess Carolyn comes to talk to him. She's very annoyed. Oh, also the apron they put on Bojack for the cooking segment says, Hey, what's cooking? But hey, spelt H-A-Y, like what a horse might eat. (laughs) Is it possible this whole time I've been an amazing feminist hero and nobody knew it? Bojack! Feels pretty right. Yeah, I'm a male feminist. You're welcome, society. I gotta call Vance. Okay, I'm just gonna stay here. Being woke. So she gives Vance a call and he's watching the show in like a bar. 
Vance, listen, Bojack's been very dehydrated. No, 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 you can't use the old dehydration made him stupid trick on me, okay? I'm Mr. Dehydration made me stupid. I'm not doing the show anyway. What? Yeah, you were right. All it took was one offer. <laughs> Once word got out I was doing Filbert, all the other offers started pouring in. You signed a contract. You think I can't get out of a contract with a Time website? Oh. Hey, Princess Carolyn, you ever notice how, as a woman, you only make 10 cents for every dollar your clients make? Really makes you think, huh? Bojack, I was wrong. You were right. Let's take that asshole down. I just wanted to point out the TV in the bar. So it look, looks like it's on a bit of a delay, um, but we do see one of the ads that plays, and it's the Chicken for Days ad where the dad busts into the kids' room, which I thought was a nice callback. Yeah. Also, there's lots of chickens in the audience. Yeah, the entire audience of the squawk is chickens. Hmm. Then we jump to Princess Carolyn's office and Diane, Princess Carolyn and Bojack are having a meeting. In the establishing shot for the scene, there is the briefest of Ben Chunch cameos. Who? Ben Chunch. Martha Stewart's pony. Oh. He walks past. I just saw that. Cool. This town loves assholes like Vance. There's nothing we can do. This town is as wishy-washy as a virgin on prom night. All they need to listen to women is the right voice. A man's voice. I brought you two together because between your feminist brain and your stupid manly face, you can actually say things that people will listen to. That's a good point. People do listen to me all the time. So... Through Bojack, I can say whatever I want to a huge audience without being called shrill or naggy or classic Diane. Yeah, everyone loves a male feminist. It turns out the problem with feminism all along is it just wasn't men doing it. And then we go to the street with Mr. Peanut Butter and Todd, and they're brainstorming about how to make Mr. Peanut Butter look like a tough guy. There's a stall for, like, a food cart for bananas which is a banana in a hot dog bun with mustard on it i do not like that it's free range (laughs) actually wait i I thought of a way you could make that good if it was like one of those like finger buns like a sweet bread roll and you put a banana in it and you put like a caramel sauce or something i'd eat that you wouldn't because you ate bananas, but... Listeners, I don't eat bananas because when I was a child, I was jumping on a bed eating a banana and I choked and banana came out my nose. Yeah. Now I don't trust them. That's fair True enough. story. Yeah, you poor thing. So Mr. Peanut Butter approaches a tough looking rhino and asks for a cigarette and when the rhino says no, he tries to get in a fight with the rhino, but the rhino is really thankful because the rhino's dad just died from lung cancer. This rhino has been a character ever since season one. I think this is the only time we've heard him talk. It's the rhino with all the tribal tattoos. Oh yeah, we have seen him before. Remember how in season one, one of the Todd plot lines was that he got mixed up selling drugs on cartel turf and they were going to murder him? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the tone of Todd plots has shifted somewhat. (laughs) So we go to Bojack's house and we're in his office and Diane's doing a presentation. So pop culture inherently normalizes things and that power works both ways. It can normalize things for good, like how dancing Ellen makes middle America less afraid of gay people. But it can also normalize things for bad, like what Jack Bauer did for torture or what Jimmy Fallon did for lip syncing. So when we give a platform to known abusers like Vance Wagoner, that's an example of... 
I know you're trying really hard not to be boring, and it's kind of not boring, but it still mostly feels like I'm being lectured at. The bar for men is depressingly low. Just sprinkle in a few words like intersectionality or microaggressions, and Vice News will name you Feminist of the Year. Oh, should I wear a t-shirt that says Feminism is Bay? Girls love shit like that, right? (sighs) Sounds great, Bojack. This episode is kind of where this season really gets into its main theme, which is, like, doing a meta critique of itself in a way. Mm. Because, like, that's, like, the whole thing about Vance, is that he fucks up again and again and gets forgiven again and again. Also true of Bojack. Like, he does less bad things, but it's also true. And then there's things about Philbit normalizing shitty behavior. It's it's basically trying to address what I can only assume must have been a criticism of Bojack, which is that having a show that makes you root for a shitty guy and want him to be redeemed kind of helps shitty people let themselves off the hook for their own shitty behavior. Mm, yeah, I agree. I guess we'll talk more as the series goes on about, like, how well it does that and whether we agree. So Diane leaves the house and she goes to her car. And then when she gets in her car, she gets frightened by Anna. I know you and your little Scooby gang are plotting something against my client. Of course that dirtbag would hire Anna Spanakopita. All he's asking for is a fresh start. No! Why does he get that over and over? He's reformed. Let's say you can make him do anything you want to make things right. What would you make Vance Wagner do now? Nothing. I don't think he can make things right. Well, then what do you hope to accomplish here? Can't you just admit to me, just between the two of us, that this sucks? Don't you at least a little bit think that when we let guys like Vance off the hook, when you, as a woman, give awful men the cover of your friendship when you work for them, first of all, they're not going to get better, and second of all, you are then complicit. No, you're culpable for the terrible things they do. Woman to woman, can't you admit this is screwed up? You've given me a lot to think about. Good thing she's not friends with or working for any shitty dudes. Yeah. So then we see the news and Bojack's doing his interview. Uh, in, he's doing his interview in a Feminism is Bay t-shirt. <laughs> um, and it's pink. And of course it's pink. It's feminism. They show Bojack a tape of Vance saying that he's a feminist and that's why he's decided to leave the Filbert show and he ends up using Diane's words. Nobody else knows that, just us. Okay, I read the scripts they sent me and I was outraged. Gratuitous sexual violence, protracted lascivious nude scenes. Maybe Bojack Horseman thinks that's all in good fun. But I know it's toxic. And if I took part in it, I would be complicit. No, culpable for that toxicity. Bojack, what do you say to those charges? Um... The future is female? We've got a news ticker. Oh, oh, the the little, like, headline thingy underneath the interview is, Step aside, ladies. He's putting the men in feminism. <laughs> but the news ticker headlines are, Buffalo, Buffalo, Sue's Buffalo, Buffalo for Buffaloing Buffalo, Buffalo. <laughs> Jerk Chicken wins humanitarian award. Victims' families breathe sigh of relief as authorities declare mass shooting by white man, not terrorism. Wow. And Department of Education mandates blackboards be replaced with woke whiteboards. And beloved comedian graciously dies before truth of his horrible past comes to light. Wow. Okay. I'm not pulling any punches there. Um, So then we jump back to Mr. Peanut Butter and Todd. They are going to go into the watering hole. And Mr. Peanut Butter's dressed in a a leather suit. Because of course he is. 
and outside the watering hole, they see the two paparazzi people, or birds that we've seen before. You're saying birds aren't people? No, I'm just correcting myself to be more specific. <laughs> there you go. Gotcha. Oh yeah? Well, what kind of birds are they? A blue one and <laughs> an orange one. A robin and a blue jay. Now who's specific? <laughs> Um, so Mr. Peanut Butter growls at them in an effort to look tough, and this fixes one of their, one of them has TMJ, which it fixes, and the other one's eyes get uncrossed. There's a good bit where they're discussing how Mr. Peanut Butter's a bad boy now, but they're standing in front of Mr. Peanut Butter's car, and you can see his license plate, which says good boy. <laughs> and then back at Diane's apartment, she's reading the Filbert script. Did Filbert kill his wife? Well, Sassy thinks so, and that's why she's pretending to be his new partner, so she can get closer to the truth. Meanwhile, his old partner Fritz is back in the mix, but he might be dead himself and just a projection of Filbert's lingering guilt. Oh, that's very unclear. Yeah, the whole thing's nonsense. But more importantly, how do we prove it's not sexist? Everything Vance said about these scripts is true. It's posing as a deconstruction of the edifice of toxic masculinity. Uh-huh, toxic masculinity, yep, right. But it's just using that as an excuse to relish in its own excesses. And the most depressing thing is that ten times more people are going to watch this show than read anything I've ever written. Yeah, Bojack tries to lighten things up by saying... This is meant to be fun, and Diane points out that being a woman is not a hobby for her. Bojack is now wearing a pink cap that has a female symbol and an exclamation point on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> also, Vance put on a- when he announced that he was a feminist, now he put on a cap that says feminist AF. Oh, I didn't notice that. I wonder if any of this is real merch you can buy, because it was on Bojack. Like, you can buy most Bojack t-shirts. Yeah. Is there anywhere on Redbubble you can get a Feminism is Bay t-shirt? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) I just realized it says Feminism is Bay, but it's B-A-Y. Yeah. Instead of B-A-E. Oh, (laughs) B-A-E. Bojack, he must have had that shirt made himself. Feminism is before anything yeet. You get to drop in and play Joss Whedon and everybody cheers. But when you move on to your next thing, I'm still here. I liked the Joss Whedon bun. Yeah, it was good. It's um, like the name Joss was specifically designed for people to mispronounce as Josh. <laughs> like, I've never heard of anyone named Joss other than Joss Whedon. No, neither have I. Maybe they meant to call him Ross? <laughs> and, and just wrote the wrong letter? Yeah. <laughs> Happens all the time. Damn autocorrect. <laughs> Yeah, so back at the radio studio, Bojack does the interview, and he uses some phrases from Diane. Conversation. Obviously, when you take plot points out of context, they can seem unsavory, but they're they're all part of a larger attempt to deconstruct toxic masculinity. Ooh, sounds glamorous. No, we're not glamorizing it. That's the thing. You're not supposed to like John Filbert or agree with the things he does. It's a TV show. It doesn't glamorize anything, but maybe it normalizes it. I gotta go. So Bojack gets up and leaves suddenly. So he goes back to her apartment. Come on as a consulting producer. Work with Flip on the scripts. Make the show something that we can all be proud of. Why would I do that? You said it yourself. More people are going to watch this show than read anything you've ever written. I'm giving you the opportunity to change society for the better. Nothing I do changes anything. No? It changed me. Barely. Yeah. (laughs) It's meant to be a sweet moment, (laughs) but if you know what's coming, it's not really. So then we see the inside of the watering hole bar with Mr. Peanut Butter and Todd. We know the watering hole already, because it's just like 
a bar for like bikers who are buffalo or bison or something and all of the biker chicks are that specific type of heron or something i forget the details someone wrote to us about it who like have that symbiotic relationship in nature with buffalo Mm -hmm. or like to turn up at the same places but there's also an owl in the bar who i'm pretty sure is literally just there for the visual gag of turning his head all the way around to look when mr peanut butter comes in (laughs) and also the bartender is human which i think is interesting yeah also there's a girl who's riding a bull like it's a rodeo bull yeah yeah so mr peanut butter comes in and announces that there's a new sheriff in town and his name is trace norcutt yeah i read about him this morning in the metro section thank you sir for keeping us informed about the comings and goings of our city politic no 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 no. i i was trying to hey let's cheer once for this kind stranger hip hip hooray (sighs) i guess princess carolyn was right man at flip's office Princess Carolyn admits that they need somebody who everybody loves, and just as she's finishing that, she gets a call from Mr. Peanut Butter. Um, and then on the set, Diane meets with Flip. Yeah, you're the lady who's gonna make my show less sexist, right? Well, I'll see what I can do. Here's what I need. Sit in my office, don't chew too loud, and collect your paycheck. Then, when the show comes out, people will see your name in the credits and say, Huh, a lady worked on the show. Guess it's not sexist. Thanks for being here. You're really making a difference. I feel bad for Diane, because whenever she gets brought in to work on, like, films or TV, the director always just, like, puts her somewhere. Like, the same thing happened when she was a character consultant for Secretariat. Oh, yeah. So then Diane's leaving the studio at night, and um, Anna's broken into her car. I have a phone! You were right about Vance. He just got fired off his new movie after a drunken rant about the Chinese. Listen, I'm sorry. The last time I saw you, I made things kind of personal. No, no, you were right. In fact, I wanted to share this with you, woman to woman. She just walked in at the worst possible... It, it wasn't my fault, I mean, right? I don't what is know this? what you're talking about. On the boat, there was a girl. What? In New Mexico. And she trusted me. What? I keep asking myself, if her mother didn't walk in, would I have done it? And part of me is sure that I, I, I couldn't. But another part knows that's a lie. How do you make something right when you've made it so wrong you can never go back? The thing with Penny. Yeah. It's back, and this time it's personal. (laughs) Also, this is one of just a couple of episodes at most of this season that just has the regular end credits song. Yeah. And I think that that was a really good choice because it ended on such a bleak note. Mm. Do you get the impression that Anna was like being sincere here or do you think that she just did this to spite Diane? She did this totally to spite Diane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The way she says woman to woman, like throwing it back in her face. Who's complicit now? Yeah, I know something you don't, and it's gonna crush you. Oh, boy. I really like this episode overall, though. Much better than last week's episode. Yeah, I really like how in this episode the B-plot was, like, super realistic, and all the interactions rung true for me. (laughs) Nothing to tumble about here. (laughs) 
definitely how all those conversations would go. Did you have any, like, reaction when you first watched this episode with the bit at the end? I was really excited because I was like, oh, the Penny thing is coming back to haunt him. Hot diggity. (laughs) I was pretty excited as well. I was like, they got us, you know? Like, we, mm-hmm. you asked that question about whether it would come back, and then it did, and I was like, whoa. Just you wait till later in the season when Bojack murders Charlotte. <laughs> that could still be season six. For new listeners who don't know what we're talking about, start <laughs> podcasts from the beginning. What are you doing? <laughs> Should we murder a horse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at horseandaloud at gmail.com, H-O-R-S-A-N-A-L-O-U-D, no apostrophe. Or you can tweet at us at horseandaloudpod. You can also find us on Tumblr or Facebook. And if you like the show, please rate or review it on iTunes, or just manufacture t-shirts that say Horse and Aloud is Bay, and then wear them on TV. <laughs> I'm Jem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. And until next time, suck, suck a dick, dick dumb, dumb shits. shits.